Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. While news started pouring out of the White House before Trump even took office, his administration has moved particularly slow to fill thousands of federal jobs, including about 450 key positions. This week on Parts Per Billion, we ask how that might also be slowing his ambitious agenda. Hello, and welcome to Parts Per Billion, Bloomberg BNA's bi-weekly environmental policy podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Horn, and I'm taking over for David Schultz this week. When Donald Trump clinched the presidency back on November 8th, transitioning into his new role began almost immediately, including the vetting and nominating of more than 4,000 non-civil servant positions in his administration, roughly 560 of which are key senior-level positions. As of May 20th, just 35 had been confirmed and 59 had been sent to the Senate for confirmation, making his administration the slowest of the past four presidents to nominate people to positions that will implement policies and ideas. Massive overhaul was expected at agencies like the EPA, Department of Energy, and Department of Interior, but just five of the 57 openings in those agencies have been filled. Agency secretaries are getting restless without full teams. Industry groups backing Trump want to see action. How can these agencies answer to Trump's call for deregulation when they have little to no authority or manpower to do so? And with that, we turn over to Mallory Bark-Bullman, an expert on government efficiency at the Partnership for Public Service. So, how do lack of filled positions at environmental agencies like the EPA or DOE compare to other agencies? So, uh, as you noted, the Environmental Protection Agency really has one position filled, and that's Scott Pruitt, who's the administrator. There's a number of open positions still, the deputy administrator, the general counsel, the chief financial officer, you know, and then any number of assistant administrator positions focused on resources management, chemical safety and pollution prevention. All of these are really important issues that the agency is really contending with. And in the most recent budget, there's some significant cuts that are proposed to the Environmental Protection Agency. So these these individuals really have some tough decisions to make. Um, EPA is not alone in this type of situation where you have very few people in those political leadership positions. You really only have, I'll say about a half dozen agencies that have more than one or two of the top political positions filled. You have DOD, HHS, DHS, some of the agencies where the president has indicated spending additional money or trying to you know, take it in a different strategic direction. Those agencies tend to have more political positions filled at this point than does EPA. 
What is the process like to fill up all the positions in an agency like the EPA, and how does Trump's process compare to that of previous administrations? So this is a process that nobody has done well, that if you realize you have you know, almost 2,000 positions that need to get turned over at the start of an administration, it is a tremendous vulnerability to the nation, both from a management perspective as well as from a national security perspective. And typically, Every president has done it as onesies and twosies, and you see Trump following the same pattern of focusing on an individual here or there, but not really focusing on a, you know, appointing a team at each agency. This is one thing that the Partnership for Public Service has said would be easier to do fast rather than do slow. And if you could come up with a batch of appointments that you were doing at once, then it would really be a more efficient way to handle this. And, and the Congress has also said that they could handle a team of individuals rather than the one, one and two off appointments. There are career service staffers filling these positions now, and most of them are from the Obama era. How does Trump plan on keeping consistency during litigation and in policymaking until his appointees get in there? I think what you're talking about is a really important issue of the relationship between the career and the political staff. And I think some of it comes on the individual of when any of these political staff start at the agency, making sure that they really spend time listening to the career staff and making sure that that handoff is very seamless. You know, looking at a lot of the appointees who are coming in, they're individuals in many cases who are coming from the Hill who have experience with these issues but don't necessarily know the way that the agency is run. Some of the most powerful steps that I've heard of from you know, incoming political leaders is taking that time to do a listening tour, whether it's going and visiting field offices or handling that remotely, but really listening to where are things in the process so you don't lose momentum. And you know, one of the things that the partnership says frequently is that a lot of the early wins are actually going to come from things that are already in the pipeline. So you don't want to miss the opportunity to learn from some of those really, you know, in, you know, often not apolitical things that are already underway, things that are going to make the agency run more effectively and efficiently. There are 13 positions still open for political appointees at the EPA, leaving Administrator Scott Pruitt alone at the top of the agency. Both Trump and Pruitt have strong opinions on how the environment should be regulated. So does it really make a difference that Trump's appointees aren't at these agencies? I think leadership always matters. And, you know, we, every year, the partnership does, in, in partnership with, with Deloitte, the best places to work in the federal government rankings. And every year, we look at the key drivers of employee engagement. And every year, we have found that leadership really matters. But leadership can mean a lot of things. It can mean the head of the agency all the way to your direct supervisor. And I think what is really critical is making sure that the career leaders are in a position to lead and in a position to motivate their employees. Employees are dealing right now with a lot of change and a lot of sort of big sweeping um, proposals that are coming out of the administration. You're right that there are not a lot of politicals in place to make those change, but in the absence of that, the, the career SCSers, the senior executive service members, are really empowered to provide that leadership, and that's really critical. Some of these agencies were seriously cut in Trump's proposed budget plan. Pruitt's going to have to defend a 31% cut at the EPA in a few weeks, but without a team. So how do you expect that to play out? You know, one of the most challenging things is doing it without an agency COO. And you know, in almost every case, it's the deputy secretary or the deputy administrator. And that's something that the Partnership for Public Service has focused on a lot of, you know, 
ten, it tends to be that the head of the agency focuses on the policies, whereas the COO can really focus on the management of the agencies. And um, looking at things like budget without a COO in place to make some of those strategic decisions is really a challenge. And, you know, and additionally at EPA, the general counsel position, the CFO position are all political appointees and those are still vacant as well. And that's going to be fundamentally challenging. Trump has a while left in 2017 to nail down nominations for the rest of the open positions. Do you see the government slowing deregulation now or in the near future? I think it's hard to say. You know, we'd have to look at what happens over the next couple months and years. You know, that's clearly an important item for this administration. But I think the regulation process is a really complicated one. It involves working closely with OMB and the office that that's there for the focuses on regulatory affairs, OIRA. And you want to make sure that OIRA is well positioned at the center of government to help make sure there's coordination between the agencies and how this happens. That was Mallory Bark-Ballman, Vice President for Research and Evaluation at the Partnership for Public Service, speaking about how the Trump administration is filling the key roles needed to operate federal agencies. For more of our reporting on environment and energy issues, visit our website at bna.com. This week's episode was produced by myself with help from Rachel Daigle, Jessica Combs, and some guidance by David Schultz. The music for Parts Rebellion is a message by Jazar. It was used under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license. More information can be found at betterwithmusic.com. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.